Our species, my dear listeners, has long been labelled as the rational animal. And we know that this is not entirely true. In a number of contexts, human decisions tend to systematically deviate from what rational choice models would predict. Let me give you an example. We constantly attend to too much of irrelevant information. A prime example in today's world is forwarding irrelevant corona-linked messages on WhatsApp. We also fall prey to these contextual and situational variables. That is, we believe in what these forwards say. And finally, we tend to rationalize our bad decisions, which would be that we try to fight even if the actual knowledge is laid out in front of us. So why do we as humans do so? Why, having the most complex brain amongst the living species, we fall prey to making irrational choices? This is Season 2, Episode 3 of Breaking the Facts with me, Mahima, and today let's understand the psyche of irrational decision-making. A couple of days ago, I and my friends devised a survey. Now, the goal of the survey was to understand why humans make irrational decisions, whether it was that they were under risk, there was some kind of emotional pressure on them, or it was something else going on entirely. For those of you who took part in the study, you will be able to recall that the study was divided into two portions. Part 1 included hypothetical financial stock marketing decisions, and part 2 included how we let our emotions play the better off in everyday decision-making processes. Now, obviously, I cannot talk about the entire study. It would make the episode stretch to about an hour or so, and uh, let's be honest, we don't want that. (laughs) Plus, that is not ideal. And I'm saying so because the sample size was small. It mostly consisted of college students, and I cannot generalize the study for all age groups as well. However, my dear listeners, I can provide you with a glimpse of why the participants undertook risk decision-making in some questions, and went with their emotions in some other questions, which ultimately led them to make really, really irrational decisions at the end of the study. As humans, we have always believed in the supremacy of our decision-making, to the point where we even tend to rationalize our irrational decisions. It was always a mystery to me, why do we have this inherent urge to take risks, to take rash decisions and take even immoral ones. First, let's try and attempt to understand why do we take decisions filled with risks and what exactly is meant by taking a risk. Risk increases with the perceived chance that a bad outcome will occur. So naturally, humans are risk aversive, which means we avoid risks wherever we go. However, in certain situations, when we are presented with options regarding some reward outcome at the end, we tend to be more risk-seeking. The reason? Well, we're all greedy. (laughs) Okay, so if this isn't making any sense, let me present you with two options after you've won a lottery. So the first option, you have won 3,000 rupees. And in the second one, you have a chance of winning 4,000 rupees with a probability of 0.8. So what would it be? Winning 3,000 with surety or winning 4,000 with a probability of 0.8? 
and most of you would think that option one seems more convincing and many of you in the survey as well chose option one so if humans win something for sure we don't let it go however high the chances of winning something greater in the next option might seem pretty confusing right so now let's flip the question a bit i present you with two options again and you have to choose one option one you lose four thousand rupees in a bet and option two you lose six thousand rupees in a bet with a probability of 0 0.8 so what would it be losing four thousand rupees in a bet or losing six thousand in a bet with a probability of 0 0.8 and many of you would opt for option two like you did in the survey this is because if we lose something for sure, there is a probability that we can get out of it, however smaller chances there might seem. In this case, it's only 20% and we suddenly become risk-seeking. Which means humans are more risk-taking in the loss domain. Where we have lost, we still take the chances, however infinitely small they might seem. The above study, my dear listener, of course, I modulated the questions, was originally performed by one of the leading neuropsychologists of the world, Daniel Kahneman, along with his students, to understand the nature of risk-making decisions. Okay, so now we have a glimpse of understanding as to why do we take risks and why do we make these irrational choices. But can we explain why do we choose illogically? The last two questions of the survey, my dear listener, were the Asian disease problem. And they were devised in a way that every option was the same. And yet most of you couldn't notice it. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> this is how it was supposed to be. So let's understand why this happened. In part one of the questionnaire, two options were laid in front of you. Part A, I said that 200 out of 600 will be saved. And part B said one third probability that 600 people will die and two third probability that nobody will be saved. Now, come to think of it, both the options mean the same, right? Like 200 will be saved and one third probability that 600 will be saved is exactly saying that 200 will be saved. But since the framing of one of the options included 200 people saved, your brain immediately focused on this and 64% of you chose option A at the end. Now I flip the question a bit. In part two of the questionnaire, I said that two new programs were introduced and your brain suddenly focused on this word new and you thought, well, new might mean something better. Since whenever something old is eradicated and new is introduced, our brain immediately thinks of it as being improved. Now, I presented it with the options. The two options were that 400 people will die, 400 out of 600 people will die, and option B said two-thirds of 600 people will die. Because of the word new, your brain thought 400 out of 600 people die is same as two-thirds of 600 dying. And 60% of you chose option A again. Since the options didn't matter now and it was just a number, 400 die, you simply chose option A. You'd rationalize your thought processes. So why did you choose illogically in part one and thought a bit in part two? This is because of a phenomenon called as framing effect. It was discovered by Erin Goffman, which simply means that words matter. 
whenever options are presented in front of our brain, our brain is designed in a way to filter the words which seem plausible to us. So even though both the options were same, our preferences were dictated by this framing effect. I have linked a few papers in the description for those of you who want to study the effect in detail, along with the responses of survey that we undertook. Although with the advancements of tool in psychology, we are still not yet fully clear of the processes that are involved in decision making. But hopefully we will understand all of it soon. It is also not fully clear how much role our subconscious plays into decision making. And since the research on it is pretty small, it seemed inadequate to share that information with you all. But whatever it is, my dear listeners, we as humans should attempt to understand the whys behind the illogical decisions we make, the risks we take, and the urge to prove us right even if we are wrong. If we are able to do so fully, we can become truly aware of our moral compass, confronting what is wrong even if it is us. Knowing thyself is the prime motto of existing and the only way we can do so is by seeking questions to the unanswered. If you like this episode, please make sure to share this episode with your friends and follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening it on. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing right now, I just hope that tomorrow brings a better day for you and I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, stay warm, stay safe and remember seeking knowledge and asking questions doesn't make you any dumber. Bye! Thank you.